Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Take a man podcast from Odyssey Sports. Logan Paulson there. Craig Hoffman here. It's time for the defense. And Logan, it is time for the hardest position group (laughs) on this roster um we wound up with 25 on offense which means we got 25 defense in the three specialist and i am ready to put 11 defensive linemen on the football team i am also um and as we talk through it i think we can uh, you know we'll, we'll kind of flesh out that analysis a little bit more but yeah this this is a tough one i think if you're looking for any shenanigans if you're like one of those people who likes kind of roster um madness on on this day like this is a spot to definitely keep an eye on so yeah so i'm typing it out now um so who we got we got um john allen deron Payne, montez sweat wow that's a bunch of shockers there coach i know um phil mathis i think that's an interesting one because of the injury at the moment like we'll come back to him in a second yeah sure johnny ridgeway who's andre jones casey twohill james smith williams and KJ Henry. So you put 12 spots down, didn't you? Did I put a 12? Oh, you forgot uh, FA. Oh, there we go. I was like, who am I missing? Um, FA Obata. I think, I don't know why you cut any of these guys um, other than you need spots elsewhere, but I think all these dudes can play. I think the the down the roster guys are guys that can play for you on special teams and have the yeah. best special teams play made all camp was James Smith Williams, you know, hustling down and saving a ball inside the five yard line. Um, but FA's played teams for you. Casey's played teams for you. Andre Jones and KJ Henry have played teams, uh, in their, their college careers and look ready to do it at the NFL level. And then you need the depth inside. Um, the, the guy that I was waiting to make this even more difficult, I think was Benning, uh, and he did not have a remarkable game. Not like it was bad. Um, I don't think, I mean, you probably better feel for that than me, but it's not like he went out and had two sacks and five tackles for loss. I think you can get him through uh, to the practice squad if you need to. And I think the other thing that happened in the game that I thought was interesting is they went back to playing FA and James at three technique, which we saw in the Baltimore joints. We didn't really see against Baltimore in the game. And I thought both guys did a good job. I thought James really moved the pocket. Well, um, both outside and inside, like really pushed it and that power is what they're looking for at that position, I would think. Um, And I think that that gives you a little bit more uh, depth behind John Allen uh, at that three technique and some flexibility. And at the end of the day, this is again, the epitome of the philosophy thing. 
how do you do this so you don't lose really, really good football players? And if you cut any of those 11, I think you're losing a good football player slash KJ Henry, who has the potential to become one. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, you know, I think FA has been great rushing from three technique all camp. I think the problem you run into is like, what is the actual depth when you got to play like first and second down three technique? Because, you know, as much as James is a big, strong guy and FA is a big, strong guy, like that's not a matchup I want if I can avoid it at all costs. Um, you know, and I think a guy that you didn't mention is um, Abdul Anderson. He's had a yep. very, very good camp, and I think he's been very consistent in terms of his production. And, you know, I think if you're being totally honest with yourself, I think you probably would would cut Ridgeway and keep Abdullah if you're just looking at production. But I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to keep they're going to try and get Abdullah to practice squad, I would assume. And I think based on Ridgeway's performance last year, I think they keep him around, you know, saying he's coming off a back injury, coming off the pack, and he's still trying to get himself healthy. So um, I think uh, I think Anderson's a really interesting one, but I agree. In terms of the defensive ends, I just – I look at the secondary and no one really stepped up and said, I deserve to be the sixth DB. I look at the linebacker and no one really stepped up to me and said, I need to be the fifth linebacker. And then at the defensive line room, I think you had, you know um, – like how many guys Casey James Andre KJ even to a certain extent in the last preseason game had a very nice pass rush that kind of showed some juice and all those guys played well like you know Casey in the last preseason game created a ton of pressure had a couple quarterback hits I think he had three quarterback hits in that game James had a quarterback hit like those guys rushed well and I think you know if you're trying to kind of say I deserve to be on the roster like that to me is what that last game is for is to kind of say hey like, don't like, look at this. I've got some pass rush juice. I've got some team's ability. Why are you going to try and replace me with a young guy? You know, and Andre Jones, who was less consistent in terms of production in that game. And I think when you get to see them one to one rushing the same guys down and in, down out, you see why those other two guys have been in the NFL for three years and Andre's a rookie. So I think, I think I, they, that is how I would do it. Again, KJ, because he's a fifth round draft pick, I think he makes it. So you're yep. at 11, and I think you're looking at, you know, I heard an argument today basically saying that, oh, well, who's going to play teams for you? Like, you don't have any special teams dogs. But I think when you look at linebacker, you've got uh, Mayo, who's a special teams guy, uh, Kalik, who's a special teams guy. You look at the secondary, you got Percy Butler, you got uh, Jeremy Reeves, you got Christian Holmes, special teams guys. Like, those are five excellent dudes on teams. I think you can flush that group out saying, hey, we get one of our receipt. We get Pringle to play some teams. We get Dax to play some teams. Casey, James, Andre, and you're at eleven yeah. guys who are good teams players. And I think Christian Rodriguez will probably end up playing some teams. So I think you're okay from a special Arma. Team standpoint. Yeah, Arma. That's a great point. So um, I think uh, I, I don't think that's a great argument considering like the linebackers and and DBs how good those dudes are at teams. I think you can fill them in with. Casey James and whoever else, you know, no, I, and especially like, I mean, Casey and James run well enough and yeah. especially Jones runs well enough. Like Jones runs like a linebacker. So he played off. He played like a Sam linebacker. He played like right. that, you know, um, Clay Matthews he, position at USC. Yeah, like, two point stance. Yeah. So he, he's a guy that is for like the roles that you would typically put a linebacker on special teams. Like he can do it. So, yeah. um, and again, like James had that play where he saves the ball inside the five yard line. Like Casey's had plays like that in the past where he's downfield making, you know, first guy down on punt. Like yeah. those guys can do it. I think the interesting thing too here is like, if you cut one of those guys, they're gone, right? Yeah. If you cut Dejon Harris, if you cut Milo Eifler, 
you're probably able to bring them back on Thursday. Yeah. And this gets into the big fill discussion. How bad is that calf? Yeah. And what is that? And and this to me like becomes a very interesting thing too of like, okay, well, do you IR big fill and then just backfill a fifth linebacker or do you IR big fill and bring up Abdullah Anderson and do you actually go into Arizona with 11 off, or defensive linemen? Yeah, I think it's a really good question. Um, I think, yeah. And I think, you know, KJ's probably an active on game day, kind of like um, Braden Daniels is for the offense. And I think, again, because uh, then I want to make this point very clear. Because you have such good teams, guys, like really, really high-level team guys and Khalid Hudson, Percy Butler, Christian Holmes, Jeremy Reeves, and Mayo, like they're really, really good at special teams. Excellent, right? Mm-hmm. You can get away with having three defensive linemen covering kicks. You know what I'm saying? Because you know that they're going to be kind of supplemental guys in the coverage because you've got absolute dogs. If you didn't have that high-quality special teams value in those other backup positions, you'd probably need to make a different decision, but you do. Like I remember when I was with uh, Danny Smith in 2010, 11, 12, he was a special teams coach. Basically, he said, like, as long as we have two guys at Gunner who are absolute dogs – we can pretty much put anybody we want out there. So I was able to play punt coverage, even though I was terrible at it, because we had two dudes who were going to make the tackle every time. And I was like, this is the best job ever, because I just have to protect <laughs> and slowly jog my big butt down there and pretend like I want to make a tackle, you know? Who were the and gunners? I think, huh? I forget who they were. They were really good, though. Oh, well, you um, also, And then you also had Zoe. Uh, yeah, Zoe and Mike Sellers. It was like, yeah, like just be around and they'll make the tackle. So um, I think it was um, Armstrong was one who ran like a 4 one and that was back. That was back in the day where you could like literally just run out of bounds and run up the sideline and yeah. run back in, and like yeah. you didn't actually have to fight a double vice. So he was excellent, and he'd get down there for a catch all the time. But I, what I'm saying is that they've got they've got Percy Butler, who's excellent at gunner. Christian Holmes was excellent last year, and Jeremy Reeves on punt is basically like a third gunner. Like those dudes are going to make 90 percent of your tackles. So whoever else is out there, as long as they don't mess up the protection and can move their carcasses down the field. You're okay. Like like that. And then it, Joey Sly, the reason you keep Joey Sly is because he, he kicks, the, kicks the ball out the back of the end zone. So again, right. not a huge priority in that department either. So I think just when you look at the construction of how Katzer has built the special teams units, you're in a better spot than a lot of other teams where you have to make some more challenging decisions with regards to teams. So last thing on James and Casey and FA um, and why you keep them. Ron was uh, avoidant of a question about Chase Young, and that's that is a good point. That's um, a great point because if if the doctor's appointment with Chase and this stinger went well, I don't know ro- why Ron would go. Hey, I just want to talk about the game and talk about these guys that are out here. You just say, yeah, he's good. We're ready to go. Um, you know, he'll be, he'll be practicing on whatever day they practice. You, that's it. Would be very silly not to. And Ron knows that chase is a lightning rod when it comes to attention yeah so i like how you worded that i like how you worded that that's not my favorite answer that's ever been and i'm saying like ron did a bad job with it like if it didn't go well him coming out and saying like yeah um we got a problem is also not a good thing point is you need depth and you need guys that are ready yeah right now because if Chase Young misses even a couple of weeks, like you do not want a significant drop off. And for as good as Andre Jones was for a stretch of training camp, like, and it's cool that he played with the ones against Baltimore. I'm starting James Smith Williams or F.A. Obata or Casey Tuhill opposite of Montez Sweat because that's what we did all last year, and our defense was pretty good with those dudes. I don't. So think, I don't think it's. Yeah. This, I don't think it's a coincidence that 
the starting the fourth preseason game, it's James. It's it's the three rotation is Casey, FA, and James. Like it's yeah. They obviously value those guys a little bit more than the other guys, and then they all played well. So it's like, and then they didn't play in the second half. Like yeah. no shoulder pads. Yeah. The other thing I'd say is, what did, exactly did Ron say about Chase? I, I didn't realize he was that kind of. Um, um, I can see if I can pull up the transcript also, real quick. Uh, and Craig, stop me if I'm wrong. Like you've worked with Zoe. Like I remember Zoe playing with stingers. Like it was like a sprained ankle. I remember that being like a very common thing to do. That's why I'm like a little confused by this whole stinger diagnosis. Yeah. So he goes, he's asked about Chase's doctor's visit and injury status. He says, no, we're going to talk about the game. We're going to talk about what's coming up and I don't have to give you guys a report until it's time to. So let's please, <laughs> let's please stay focused on this, which is correct, by the way. Like yeah. he does, they, they do not have to give yeah. an injury report until the Wednesday before the season. And Ron is the type of guy that would play some gamesmanship type of stuff and then be like, Haha, Chase is fine. But, I mean, he's but why? Right, he's, he's if been everything's great, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's it's weird. Um, I mean, the thing is, like, they told him he practiced, but they were there was instructions for him and for the O lineman that he was going against, like, stay away from his head, like, keep your head out of things. Please do not mess this thing up and make it worse. Mm. He's waiting final clearance for like full contact, and they it was not in full pads. So no, I agree. Like stingers can be things you play through. They can be way worse. So I'm not yeah. I'm not here to try to mitigate no, whatever no, pain he's going say. through. And I'm not saying yeah. you are either, obviously. Um, but I don't know, man. When he first got it, it was supposed to be like, you know, oh yeah, he's got a stinger. You know, he'll be back in three days. And it's been like three weeks. Yeah. So yeah, my trust is. level there is not super high. And that's a great point. That, that's, a, that's a great point. And um, yeah, I think you want as many good football players because, you know, the, the Phil thing's interesting. His that, that Stinger thing's interesting. So I think you do. That's a great point. You need to kind of make sure you're, you're insulated there. And one way to do that is keeping good football players on the defensive line, especially when you're counting on that group to be very, very productive. So. All right. Any um, young pass rushers that we want to write down for practice squad consideration? When we the only there? one would be Bradley King, but I think if you're keeping eleven, I don't know if you, you know, I don't know if you need that necessarily. Yeah, I think he's had a solid little preseason. Um, he just, yeah, got a nice you know, uh, like sack. Same, unfortunately for him, he's the same the same place he's kind of been the last couple. Of years. Like continuous continuously getting better. I don't want to put that on William, but he's just kind of stuck behind a, a log jam. Yeah, the other um, one would be maybe, Pryor, who has some pass rush juice, but again, didn't play, you know, was kind of just there for part. Like, he at times he flashed, but then he was just kind of just there for would, would you keep William Bradley King or would you keep Pryor? Probably William Bradley King. Okay, then Pryor's name is not getting written down, but congrats on making getting mentioned in the podcast, and yes. I wish you well in your yes. future endeavors. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Um, all right, uh, linebacker, Jamin Davis, Cody Barton, David Mayo, Kalik Hudson. Yep. Done and done. Uh, and done then and done. you got Eifler yep. and Harris yep. on practice squad. And is there really anything else to talk about there? No. I mean, the other thing to keep an eye on is like, um, I guess, Jamin's court case is coming up. Like, how does yes. that go? And then Cody Barton has not played exceptionally well in the preseason. So do they make some type of move for a veteran who gets released? That is something to watch and always something to consider. Um, but I think initially, no, these are the guys. For these sure. are the guys. Um, and I think the other thing to a fun discussion when we get into regular season is like who actually plays like Kalik has continued to make plays. He so, balled. He straight balled in that third, in that third game. Like he had a great game. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, he had a Logan Paulson final preseason game type of game. <laughs> so, uh, you know, does he has he found his way on the field? And like with Barton struggling, do your linebackers become Davis and Hudson? And you just have a ton of speed out there and you That'd trust Jamin to be the mic. Like, I don't think that's the worst idea that I've ever had. Yeah. Um, that's a low bar, but we'll keep moving. Uh, all right. DBs. Safety. Manual. Yeah. Oh, manual fours. Let's do corners first. BSJ. Uh, Fuller. Yep. I'm doing full names for roster guys. Good job, Craig. Uh, keep typing. Uh, and then we got uh, so Forbes, BSJ, Kendall Fuller. I think Danny Johnson is all set. Yeah. Um, and then Quan. Yeah, let's put Quan down. Kind of in. He's always my transition guy from corner to safety. Yeah. And then at safety, you've got Cam Curl, Derek Forrest, Percy Butler. Uh, Jeremy Reeves, and who am I missing? We're missing somebody. Um, gosh, this is bad. Bad podcast. Oh, right Christian now. Holmes. There we go. There he is. Let's uh, insert row DB with the corners. Christian Holmes, and then we're gonna delete this safety row there. And then just to fill out the roster, I will go ahead and put Cameron Cheeseman, who had all good snaps. Did he finally? I, w- I don't watch the snaps as well as you do. That's your job. Um, I try every time I went to go fast forward through a special teams play because uh, I did not watch this game live uh, the other you. night. Uh, yeah, I I was like, oh nope, gotta watch, and I I think that it was good. And also, I know that I would have gotten a thousand tweets. People would have been like, oh, there's another bad one, and I didn't get any tweets. So I think we're good on on all the snaps. So that's your that's your fifty three. But let's go back to the DVs and talk about it. Um, to me, this is actually pretty easy and straightforward. Holmes yeah. is a starting gunner. Johnson can, by the way, another guy that we haven't mentioned is good on teams, teams good enough yep. on teams. Yep. Um, provides and good, and had, you a, had a good and played. I think the, Danny Johnson, shout out, inside, outside, yeah. did a great job at both spots. And I think Wild Goose had been starting at the nickel for a long time. 
but didn't quite make it as an outside guy. And I think Danny's ability to do both really elevated him. And I think that makes this decision super easy. It's just like, he's a guy that, again, like they, they value position flexibility. He's done both. He's good on teams. Like, easy, no complaints. Easy decisions, yeah. Um, by the way, he's, a, he's returned kicks in the past. I was going to say, I thought that was something that he'd done, right? Kickoffs? Um, yeah, he's returned kickoffs in the past for this team. Um, so that could be a thing. Um, if you don't want Gibson back there or whatever, um, you know, Dax, uh, I don't think he's returned punts, but uh, I'm sure he's caught him in practice. Sure. So uh, that's, to me, this is this is super straightforward. Um, we should talk about Quan's night the other night. I feel like he had another couple of uh, not not your favorite plays. Oh, and where does that put about, him? The thing I love about last night was just how physical he was. Like he yeah. had some absolute whale hits, and I think you see the upside. Yeah, for he's, sure. He's, he's he's a good ball player, and I think the thing about him is like you know he's playing Buffalo nickel for most of the game yesterday, as opposed to true nickel, and it's just a little different, you know, in terms of how you line up and set stuff and. Um, you know, he's still got so much on his plate mentally. It's just hard. I think it's just really challenging for him to kind of find a home. But I, I think that in the long run will really help this team out because like when there's an issue, he can be the next guy up at multiple spots. And I also like the physicality element because I think the thing that jumps out to me is that he, um, he, I wasn't sure if he was physical enough to play in the box consistently because in college it's, it's good, but it's not great. You know, like yeah. Sidney Brown was excellent at that. And he was kind of, he was fine. But I, I think seeing that physicality is something that says, hey, you know, in a pinch, if Cam's down, he can be that box player for you. So I think he's, I, I'm very high on him still. I think, you know, it's been a little inconsistent, but I think he's a guy that is really going to make this football team better. You know, maybe not in the next six weeks, but like seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, 10, And I think can play teams. Like, I think he's a, he's, he's a good pick. He's good. He's fit, fit the team well. So yeah. I, I'm high on him. I, I think all it does is affect like how much you trust him early. But yeah. um, Toby Altizer asked me this on the newly minted Take Command pregame show, which Logan and I will be taking wow. over in the regular season, uh, but debuted its preseason edition uh, the other day with the new name and the fancy imaging and the whole deal. Uh, but yeah, Logan and I will be doing pregame again. But Toby asked me when I was on with, with he and Denton um, about Quan. And he's like, do you have concerns? And I what I told him was this. In the regular season, he is going to have a much more clearly defined and smaller role. Yeah. So this idea that they've overloaded him is true, but it's going to help him in the long run when his job is not so big. He will have had the understanding and the experience of all these different positions, but now it's going to be like, Quan, here is your chunk of plays. Here's the guys you're going to be dealing with. Be very focused on this, and you have a tangential awareness of everything else that's happened because of yeah. your experience throughout training camp and throughout the spring of playing all these different positions. And he's going to benefit a ton from the game planning. So no, no mega concerns about Quan Martin for me. Um, they, they do probably be, need to be a little bit more intentional with the role, but like if that's not part of the plan, then that would be very surprised anyway. Yeah, no, I agree. And um, yeah, so I, I think that's great analysis. And I think the thing that's interesting about this group is like, who do you keep? Do you keep practice squad guys? Does Wild Goose make practice squad? Does Kendall <sighs> Smith make practice squad? Like, yeah, it's just we've got like twenty practice squad guys, and I think that's. I think I think the roster has felt pretty established to me for a long time, and to me, it's these other guys that are gonna because they'll play football. A lot of these guys, like some of those old linemen, they'll play football this year. Some of these yeah. DBs, like Wild Goose, was elevated multiple times last year. Like yeah, he was on play. he was on the roster for most of the year. Yeah, so can you keep guys? Can you keep the guys you need to keep? 
you know, and how do you make those decisions? Because the, with the with the expanded practice squad, to me, that's really compelling because it's like that is an extension of your team with this elevation, you know, regression rule that they have now. Like it's it's really just an extension of the roster in a way that it wasn't with old practice squad rules. Yeah, I'm Jace Whitaker with the uh, the yes, pick the other the night. Pick. Yeah. Um, Whiteside, I thought had a really good camp. He did. Guy that kept yeah. flashing. Um, you know, Terrell Burgess, we've talked about before. Um, is a guy with, with some NFL, very limited, but some NFL experience yep. and plays safety and corner in the past. So like he's, I'm going to write him down. Um, I don't know that he's going to ultimately make it, but, um, but he was consistent and like, I want consistent football players. And so like out of that list right there, I, I probably want, gosh, cause I really think Kendall Smith has a lot of upside, you know, so maybe you keep him over Burgess. I don't know, but it, yeah. it, that, that to me, the, the, the practice squad stuff is much more is much more challenging to figure out because like you know like just just looking at the offensive line some of those guys had excellent training camps it's just about like can they figure it out and i don't know if they can so uh, but I, in terms of roster like the dbs were yeah because like i think the dbs have been easy because guys played themselves out of spots while other guys the guys that were supposed to play in the spots played really well like percy butler had a great preseason jeremy had a great preseason um you know Chris, like christian holmes like Gosh, that dude is a physical son of yeah. a gun. Like, Little I was hit or miss up. on coverage, but like is exactly what you want him to be at this stage for a guy that's primarily a special teams player and a dog on special teams. Yeah, and I think he's a guy that maybe switches to safety at some point in his career. Like there, I was standing on the sideline watching the game, and they pulled, and they were trying to run an outside like a like a like a pin pull play on him, and he like absolutely chinned the guard that was pulling to get him. Like, and it was like one of those loud like cracks of the helmet, and then he like after he cracks the guard, he goes and cracks the running back. And I was like, that dude is a guy that is physical as all heck. And again, like the coverage is a little up and down, but you know, he's there to cover kicks and be and split double vices. So he'll do that at a high level. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Uh, and then she's been, uh, Joey, Tress, Don, Don, and Wait, you think Tress makes the team? I'm just kidding. I think <laughs> that he probably has a track record that allows him <laughs> to proceed forward as a professional football player on a 53-man roster. <laughs> 